Hey Vitamizers, welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. I'm here with MSW Lounge. My name is Allison and a couple quick intros before we get started with the actual intro. Um, MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, tons of local company offerings for other ways to clean up your health, clean up your health, man, can I speak today, and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. We are also brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now, there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs as well as supplement line, a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It is also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this one. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. And last but not least... We are sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It is your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. Whew, we did it. All right. Our guest today is the first return guest on the How Do You Health podcast. She was a huge hit last time. Michelle Norris is joining us for episode 31 of the How Do You Health podcast. She is the CEO and co-founder of PaleoFX, the world's largest ancestral health conference that happens right here in Austin, Texas every spring. She is also a founding partner in ID Life Wellness And she and her husband, Keith, are just wonderful people who are serial entrepreneurs and love sharing their knowledge about health and wellness with us. So without further ado, here is the return of Michelle Norris on the How Do You Health podcast. Hi, everyone. Jonathan Mendoza, MSW Lounge in Austin, Texas. I have the one and only Michelle Norris to my right with PaleoFX, one of the co-founders, if not the founder, her and uh, Keith and uh, we were at PaleoFX this past year. 2018 was a hit. Actually, I loved it. I thought it was cool. Um, I've never like seen an expo like that like basically be a party. Like yeah. that was cool. Like that yeah. was really cool. <laughs> I know you were running around all over the place, and then um, you know, obviously, I you were like emceeing this. You had people helping you in charge. You had your own like little VIP section. I saw this. Yeah. It was cool, right? So now that it's over, like, what do you do like the rest of the year? <laughs> oh, well, we already, okay, so we start uh, planning a, an event 18 months in advance. Mm-hmm. So the 2019 event, we already started planning last October. 
So we just go into head diving into everything that we need to get done for the next year. There's always transition right after Pillow Effects as well because we usually have some kind of turnover of some of the team members and sure. everything. Because it's, um, it's an event that takes a toll a little bit on people. So we're making some changes this year that I'm excited about because... I feel like it's going to make it where the team doesn't get so destroyed um, physically. And they all need to come over here and get ideas. I know, I know. I need, to, my, I need to send them over here and do that anyway. I mean, how, how many times did we see you? Like, uh, it was, towards the end, it was like morning and afternoon. Yes, right? That was funny. It was because it was like I was popping into their tent and getting shots um, a couple of times a day. Because it, it does. It just wears you out. Of course. Because you have to be on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the whole the whole event cycle kind of tends to wear our team down, and so um, we're excited. We've got some things that we're going to change this year, so we're going to bring in, um, kind of spread out the the work that needs to be done among a couple of different people, and then um, try to bring in people um, in on projects and that type of thing. So it actually will help the team, and then that way the people that are actually on our team that are actually employees don't get so destroyed and we don't have the turnover um, at the end of the event. <laughs> but we've uh, gone through some transition again this year. We've turned over a, a good chunk of our team again and um, we're excited about the people that are coming on board. We really hate to lose the people that we lost. But, you know, we understand this isn't... An, um, an, and this is the whole thing. It's what I, I kind of laugh because I totally understand how they feel because I'm like, the only reason I'm still doing Paleo effects is because I own it. Yeah, you can't go <laughs> So anywhere. I totally understand because I would have quit a long time ago too because it is, it's a lot. So, yeah. um, but we've kind of set the, the standards really high on what we expect at the event and for our team. And so, um, you know, that's to be expected. You're going to, you're just going to turn over some people and that's, um, anyway, we're, like I said, we, um, and a couple of our team members are actually going to come back on as consultants for us. So nice. that's going to be a nice thing um, because they have a lot of experience with us and they, they know. So that's going to help too. So, well, I'll tell you, I, Baldo will probably speak to this too. We had a little bit of a high after it because it was funny. Like, we literally met so many people, so many connections. We met, you know, uh, wonderful, was it uh, the lady from Argentina? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, so we met her. Shout out to, is it uh, Labio Hacker, I think, Labio or something? Hacker, 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 yeah. And we met her. We La, met people. Labio Yeah, Labio Hacker. That's what it is, yeah. Uh, we met people international, like, all over. They came in. They're like, we're at Paleo. We came in for this. Like, this is our, like, Woodstock almost, right? Yeah. And so meeting so many like-minded individuals, right? Mm -hmm. I know how much it wears on you, but it's a jumping off point. Like, how many people have probably launched a business there or met a connection there that next thing you know, they started working together down the road and it helped launch this so, i mean we we still have people now that we're still like keeping in contact with that we've met that we followed up with i mean primal hacker is a perfect example of you know someone that we never met now they're on the radar all the time uh but like you know yeah, uh, Lucia and the retreats. Yes. We met Emilio from uh, Pulse Centers. Yeah. We obviously we shot a podcast with him last. I mean, obviously Ben Greenfield. We got yeah. to meet him finally. Drew Manning. Uh, awesome. You know, there was couple people that we didn't get a chance to meet but there were so many like almost like celebrities there amongst like mm -hmm. the health and wellness community and so for you to say that y'all are going to step up is is pretty incredible because i'm kind of like man we would we definitely want to be a part of it next year again yeah. and yeah we took care of the staff because you're right you did wear them out but i think they had fun i mean yeah. i think that that is like you meet so many good people there and of course it's like you know austin yeah right people come in eat good food <laughs> and they have a good time i'll tell you this though one thing was interesting everything there was uh, protein bars 
and coffee. Like everything was, it was funny. I'll tell you this was funny. So Baldo went around. He loves coffee. I was telling you about uh, that the other day. And um, he went up to so many booths and was like, I just want a black coffee. And they're like, well, do you want like fat in it? Do you want like butter? And he's like, no, I just want a black coffee. And they're like, we don't have that. No, nobody has that. Yeah, Joe and I went around looking for just black coffee. Yeah. yeah. And he came back and I said, what happened? He's like, oh, I had to go to Starbucks or something because, you know, like we couldn't no, find anything. There's no such thing as just a, a, a plain coffee at yeah. Pillow FX. Because yeah. it's got to have some kind of, um, you know, nootropic in it yeah. or some kind of fat or some kind of I did get on the optimization. Last, yes, that's of course. That's what we're all about, On the last day, I did get vital proteins to give me uh, just black coffee. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't pour anything else. But he had like, to twist their arm, too. Like, like, yeah, so they were yeah. like, why? Like, why do like, you just... I need like... you a shot. Like, you just, <laughs> I just want some black coffee. <laughs> so do you, do you even get a chance to actually try some of the, the yeah. things there? Like, I do. I do. Um, that's only happened in this last two years. Before that, no, we were just like, you know, crazy busy and we were the ones that were putting out all the fires on the floor and whatever was happening. So now that we we brought on the team that we have and, and they are so great, um, they kind of shield us from all of that stuff. So now we get an opportunity to go out and actually, you know, meet people and talk to them about their business and what, you know, what's going on with this, that or the other. Um, like you said, lots of companies launch at Paleo oh, FX, yeah. which is amazing, and we're very proud of that. And um, and it's a great place to launch a brand new business, an excellent place because you have such a, a um, educated clientele, such an educated demographic that's at Paleo FX. They know what they want, they know what they're looking for, they are have the money usually to to take you know to buy whatever it is and so they're very educated and they're it's you know kind of a very honed in demographic so for somebody that's looking for our demographic perfect place to come and launch a business because they're going to tell you whether or not your business is going to actually be viable oh yeah and that that's kind of how we looked at it too um that's why i think that we we analyzed it after every day right and just Mm -hmm. kind of saw what was out there and you can see the theme and i'm sure it changes every year right the same theme as this it's like People want to function better, right? Mm-hmm. Like, remember when we first talked, I was like, you know, I guess you call me a biohacker. I didn't consider it, but I, I understood it more after leaving there. It's, it's just function, right? Like, even yeah. Charles, our new nurse, asked us earlier, like, what's a biohacker? And I was like, it's just someone who wants to function optimally, like, yeah. you know, at their highest level and be able to wake up with a refreshed night of sleep, uh, be able to not be tired in the middle of the day, and then also be able to perform it, whatever their job is, right? right. I mean, that's essentially what it is. Yeah. So. Well, you're, uh, what you're basically doing is is finding those quick hacks that are going to help you tweak and optimize and um, create the best possible you, like the best um, energy, the best, um, you know, feeling um, of... Uh, you know, just well-being, all of that stuff. So, yeah, you're just, that's what a biohacker is going to do, is going to find all these little tweaks that they can do and the little hacks that are going to help them, you know, just constantly be the best. I mean, I, you know, Ben is hilarious because Ben does every hack there is out there, and you're just like, you're, he's doing like 10 at a time, and I always like go... <laughs> Huh. I wonder how he knows which one's working. But well, you know. we went went to the Health Entrepreneur FX, which was awesome. Anyone who gets a chance to go to Pay FX next year, go to the Health Entrepreneur Expo the day before. There's meetings with some of your favorite people out there. Greenfield was there. Mercola was there. Um, uh, what's her name? JJ um, Virgin. JJ Virgin was there as well. And it was interesting because we walked up. We hadn't met Greenfield yet. And uh, he was wearing those glucose patches, like yes. right. And he didn't have just one; he had two, two. of course, right? Because he's like one might fall off. And mm-hmm. uh, we're like, okay, that makes sense. But I mean, we got kind of into that. And then you know, I tried the the Juve 
panels as well. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I got to try sardines for the first time. I never tried sardines before. And Greenfield laughed at me. He's like, my kids eat that all the time. I'm like, well, your kids have a podcast. So, like, of course <laughs> you're doing all this stuff way ahead of right? everyone else. But, <laughs> but, I mean, what did you learn out of that that you're incorporating now in your Well, hacks? you know what's interesting is so, um, Keith and I both um, did the continuous glucose monitor as well. Oh, okay. So yeah. we did it for two weeks following PaleoFX. And it was really interesting because I was able to see – some of the things that I was doing that were actually helping me um, reduce my blood sugar and keep it in check, like um, meditating and doing the sauna. Cool. Because um, I was documenting the times and everything that I was doing everything. And when we got my glucose monitor results back, it showed that those things were actually helping bring down my um, blood glucose, which I... You know, I, I know that it affects me positively, but I had no idea that it actually affected that. So that sure. was a really cool thing to learn. And so I, I religiously get in my sauna. Um, I have had a lot of toxins in my life. Sure. And so I try to detox every day if I can. And so it was really cool to find to learn some of that stuff. So um, then, of course, doing this, um, coming in and getting the shots and stuff is a big help because... You know, especially when you go through those periods of time where we weren't sleeping very well, yeah. um, because your brain is won't shut down and what have you, it really helps. So. Yeah, I mean, we were talking before we started filming and all that. You were talking about your sleep and you're talking about your adrenals and all that as well. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because most people aren't even at that point, right? Realizing I'm tired, maybe it's an adrenal issue. Mm -hmm. um, I'm tired, maybe I should go and fix my sleep. Mm -hmm. But every biohacker that comes in here, and we have a lot of them that come in here. They always talk about the fundamentals, like obviously good food. Mm -hmm. They talk about sleep all the time. And it's amazing because we don't realize what it's like to get a good night's rest until we finally get it, right? Right. Uh, Baldo has like a sleeping app. What's the sleeping app called again? Is it just sleep app? Sleep, it's a sleep cycle. cycle? All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I use sleep cycle too, but yeah. I also have the Aura Ring now. You got the Aura Ring. And um, you got the newer one, right? Yes, I've got yes. the brand new one. Yes, that's and cool. And so um, it's interesting because... Um, one of the things that I can do, so I'm a huge biohacker. I do a lot of stuff, and I journal everything every single day. So um, I keep track of how many days I've been doing something, um, if I skipped a day on doing something, whatever the case may be. Um, so I um, can totally correlate most of my weight loss directly to whether or not I slept well. Really? Yep. So what's, what's a good sleep for you? Like, how do you measure that? So for me, I look at all my sleep cycles, and if I've hit all of my sleep cycles, and I particularly hit my REM sleep and my deep sleep, mm -hmm. that's where you're going to lose weight is in your, in your REM and your deep sleep, okay. particularly your deep. Um, a lot of times I would hit into deep for only a 15, 20 minutes a night instead of an hour, hour and a half, which is really what's good because the deep sleep is where you're going to get restored and regenerated. Sure, of course. That's where all your, your cells start regenerating is in that deep sleep. And so um, that was one of the things I could start immediately cor correlating. And I document every single night what it that I make sure that I do my sleep routine. And if anything changes, I document that. So then I know if the next day I didn't get into deep sleep or I didn't get into REM sleep, then I can usually go back and find what it is so that I can, you know, fix it. Six Sigma, right? We were talking about that earlier. I mean, that's kind of what it was. Oh, it was funny me and Charles were talking about that. But okay, so go, go back to the sleep. Now, we're, we're talking about your setting up your sleep because you talked about that before, like you got a good routine. Mm -hmm. So what time do you normally start winding down to go to bed? I start trying to wind down around 7.30. Wow. Um, so I, um, it takes me a long time. I have some 
pretty serious issues because I've had a severe mold exposure. Our daughter, you know, she passed away nine years ago, so I've suffered with severe insomnia since then. Sure. Um, so I have all of those issues, and then, of course, lots of stress because running an event the size of Palo FX is very stressful. Of course. And so I do a lot of stuff to try to really start bringing that down. So a lot of times I'll go and get in the sauna around that time, and um, I put the glasses on my... Um, they're in my purse, I you think. You some blue blockers my, or something? My blue blockers. Yep. Put my blue blockers on. I usually start putting those on around 5 or 6 o'clock okay. so that that'll start winding me down. I don't produce um, melatonin very well, and my serotonin is very um, low. Okay. Um, I also don't have a dopamine deficiency as well. So those are the three things that I have to really pay attention to and watch, particularly dopamine in the morning so that I'm actually you know, getting energy and feeling good and yeah, all yeah. of that stuff and being able to get my stuff done. So, um, so, and my night sets that up. If I don't sleep right, I'm not going to set it up right for right. the next day. So I start trying to wind down around 7.30 or so, get into the, try to get into the shower by like 8.30 or so, and then um, try to get into bed around 9.30. And um, I will read... Um, with my blockers on and what have you, and and um, and then usually I'll do a meditation, and then I'm good usually good to, good to go. Do you read paper books, or you read like a Kindle? I do thing? have my Kindle because I have all my books on the Kindle, and I travel so much, so that's why it's got flux on it. Um, uh, so I and I also have the things, so I'm not getting the blue right light. Okay, so you're setting up as early as five thirty, which most people are probably getting off of work at five thirty, mm-hmm. and they're stressed out driving through all this traffic mm-hmm. in Austin, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then it's funny. Not at one point did I hear you say anything about a pillow or a mattress, like being comfortable, right? It's funny because you're like, sleep's based off of my serotonin, my dopamine, you know, the blue lights that I'm getting in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then the toxins that are building up in my body that's basically been accumulated throughout the day. And, and most people think about sleep as, I need to go spend $4,000 on a mattress in order to sleep better. I need to have a perfect pillow designed for my neck support. And then, of course, you know, I need to put, like, the white noise on. Or some people say they fall asleep with the TV on or they have to read or something. I mean, it's <laughs> – but I'm saying, like, but that's the thing. Yeah. That's how we view sleep, right? Because yeah. it's almost an afterthought, right? Like, I'm just going to go to sleep when I'm so tired that I got nothing else to do. I'm just going to just fall asleep wherever I can, right? Yeah. And then you're saying, well, I'm measuring if it's quality sleep or not based if I'm getting onto REM, right? And then like there's delta waves probably and all that that you're measuring. Yeah. So then when you wake up, do you wake up on the first time the alarm going off or do you hit the snooze a couple times? Most of the time I wake up on my own now. Yeah. I don't, I used to have to wake up to an alarm. I don't try to not do that unless I absolutely have to. Like tomorrow I have to be somewhere very early and with traffic here, I may need to, I'll set the alarm. I may not end up needing it. Sometimes I wake up before my alarm. I usually wake up uh, if I've got an alarm set within 10 to 15 minutes before my alarm goes um, there are some times where, so this is one thing I do do. I do have a pillow that I, I sleep with, um, that I love, um, but it's not actually for the sleep. It's actually for my face. What? <laughs> so it's called a save your face pillow. And so what it does is it keeps my face from being smashed on the pillow and creating, um, like wrinkles. wrinkles. So that's the only thing I can tell you. I have that that pillow. Where my, did you find this? Um, online. I've I've had it for years. I've had it for or years. something. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. I, I bet you they probably <laughs> had that. Right? Um, but anyway, I just you can just look it up. It's called Save My Face Pillow, and um, it's amazing because I can tell definitively since I started using it that my my wrinkles have gone way down, 
and I have not added any new ones. Wow, that's cool. I've never heard that before. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Okay, and save so your face. Because it's not getting, my face is not getting smashed against the pillow. So, um, anyway, I, I love that pillow. And then the other thing that I do have to have is I have a fan on me. I'm yeah. in menopause, so I get night sweats and whatever. So I have a fan on me at all times. So, um, those are the things I have to have for sleep, and it has to be cold. Yeah. So, so, so you travel with all this stuff when you go places? Um, yes. That The Save My Face pillow yeah. is really small, so I can throw it in my luggage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. It's I mean, very cool. I have a cervical pillow, and I have a mattress that's, you know, probably a Serta or something, right? Yeah. I do have, like, the white noise in the background, which is pretty cool. My sleep has been so much better since I've been addressing the adrenals, which yeah. is which I think most people don't even really, mm-hmm. really understand, right? Um, we talked hormones earlier, right? So now mm-hmm. we're getting into that. Most people say, all right, well, is my estrogen down because I'm in menopause? Guys talk about my, my testosterone down, you know, and mm-hmm. that's perfect, uh, affecting this thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talked about adrenals. We talked thyroid. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked blood sugar. Insulin, obviously, is a hormone. Mm-hmm. We talk, uh, I mean, you're even talking about neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, all that stuff, mm-hmm. too. So do you address all of those throughout the day and other things you're doing besides just your sleep? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I have an entire protocol that I do um, with regard to um, some supports and stuff. Sure. So I do um, all kinds of stuff that helps um, me with being able to produce um, dopamine during the day. I have some dopamine precursors that I use. And so that kind of helps. And then, of course, um, I take um, thyroid medication. So that I've got to make sure that that's separated from some of my other stuff sure. that I've got to do. Um, I'm on ID Nutrition, so I take the, those um, as well, which I love um, our stuff because it's um, customized to the individual sure. and based on whatever they need um, as far as meta- metabolic conditions or any kind of medications they might be on. So that's nice because it, it removes stuff, lots of contraindication there. Sure. Um, and then, um, like I said, throughout the day at around 5.36, um, um, I will start putting on my blue blocker glasses and start trying to make sure that my body knows that is going to be coming soon because sleep does not come easy for me anymore. It used to. It doesn't anymore. So I have to do everything I can to help my body along and, and let it know it's yeah. it's time to go to bed and we're and this is the other part of it too is that I it's part of my DNA mm-hmm. and my 23 and me shows that I'm actually a person that only is requires five to six hours of sleep but personally I know that I function better and I do better if I have seven to eight hours sure. of sleep so I work on trying to get that um, but I know that I'm one of those people that can just like go around the clock and anyway and I have to make sure I don't do that because yeah. um, you know adrenal fatigue all of that stuff kicks in but this is how you function yeah. right you're you're functioning at a high level because you're putting on one of the world's biggest health and wellness expos right and then as soon as you get done with that you're thinking about what do we got to do to plan for the next one mm-hmm. who else are we going to get on board who else do we need to connect with you're looking at new discoveries you're looking at new items that you might be interested in and maybe partnering with and of course you also have a supplement brand right mm-hmm. that you're also trying to run so i mean that's essentially why we do what we do here right yeah. like i have a three-month-old kid and you know he wakes up three four in the morning so sleep is another subject for me i know oh, yeah. i'll know that once i actually get back to a regular routine it'll be a lot better for me but i have to function right yeah. if i didn't have vitamins I really would not be functioning. I would not be clear-headed. And it's funny because everyone always asks me, how's your sleep going? Are you sleep deprived? Are you able to think? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And they just look at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, I do vitamins. I take care of myself. You know, I eat right. You know, I don't I don't 
stay up all night drinking and then try to get up the next day and you know and, and try to try to keep going that way you know i try to drink my water um you know i haven't meditated as much that's one thing and I, I know baldo is always getting on me to do more of that and i think one of the things that i have found with um people who are successful in life, especially entrepreneurs, is that they make time for something like meditation, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's just sitting in a room, uh, cross-legged and just like just turning, tuning everything out or laying in savasana, or maybe they're in a sauna, right? Mm -hmm. Just kind of just reflecting on the day or whatever. So, so what is your meditation like? What do you do for it? Um, so I have quite uh, several meditation apps that I use. And then, of course, I have a Bella Beat Leaf as well. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So my Bella Beat actually um, tracks my meditation. Um, there's quite a few med um, guided meditations in the Bella Beat Leaf app. And so I use a lot of those. I like um, particularly there's one for women. It's called De-Stress for Women. That's a great one that I actually, I notice that a lot of times just the breathing techniques at the beginning of that particular meditation, I sometimes don't make it out of that. I will go right to sleep. Yeah. Um, and then um, I, in the mornings, I generally will do just a, a gr gratitude type um, of meditation. And then, of course, I do meditate when I'm in my sauna. Um, I usually put on some type of meditation music, spa music. You know, that's a lot, a lot of people would call sure, it is that spa music. Yeah. Um, put that on and usually have an affirmations that I do. I have an entire list of affirmations that I, I say out loud uh, um, every single day. And so I go through that. Um, and then I'm just... Um, I don't know. I just try to take, you know, there are times throughout the day where I'll get very irritated or stressed or what have you. And um, I will feel the adrenaline start to rise and then I'll go, oh, okay. And then I will just kind of sit and be quiet and start breathing really deep and try to get that to, to calm down and slow myself back down again. Um, you know, the thing is, is that there's a lot of people that are adrenaline junkies and like that feeling yep. of adrenaline. But when you know how much damage it can actually do to your body, um, we have adrenaline for survival. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have it. Um, fight or flight. And, mm -hmm. and it's great when it kicks in when it's supposed to. But us having it kick in all the time is something that's just destroying people's health. And oh, so yeah. um, I've been one of those people that's constantly been in that that state of fight or flight and had constantly had adrenaline going and um, you kind of get used to it. I've, I've never liked the feeling of it because I don't find that I can actually function very well. When you have adrenaline pumping through you, it's made for you to be able to do very um, primitive primitive movement and very sure. primitive um, actions and stuff like that, like, you know, lifting a car off your child, you know, things like <laughs> this. You're, you're supposed to be able to do that, but fine-tuned things like writing or thinking and try you don't that's not there your 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 brain kind of actually shuts down a little bit on you when yeah. you're when you're in that state and so i think that a lot of people need to understand that and and realize that when they start getting into an you know an adrenaline rush they probably need to figure out how to get that calmed back down and that's funny you say that because there's a lot of people who are higher functioning that you're right they're crave that and they they look for things that keep them in that state, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think of Wolf of Wall Street, right? And yeah. I think of that, I about that McConaughey thing, and he holds up that little tiny vial, and he's like, "This here keeps you sharp between the ears, right?" Yeah. And it's essentially to keep going. But I'm thinking like, your body's never meant to be going like that, 100 mm -hmm. miles an hour. You said primitive. I mean, you're basically trying to catch your food, 
Mm-hmm. Right? You were saying, there's a deer. I got to go catch it. Here's a bear chasing me. Here's a lion chasing me. I don't want to die. I got to get away from this, right? And so you're running away from it. That's your adrenaline. It keeps you on your toes, but then eventually you're calm. You're relaxed, right? Um, Simply even just having, you know, a fire burning Mm -hmm. at night. You know, the fire that you made and just watching the fire, how how primitive is that to where it's calming, right? Like mm-hmm. you're just hearing the noises, the crickets, you're hearing, you know, the water in the background. I, I love water. I think yeah. I think being by a body of water helps me relax a lot. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that that might be a fun. I don't know, is that a form of meditation, just hearing water in the background? I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think anything that gets you into a state where you feel relaxed and calm I think that's a form of meditation. I mean, it may not be, you know, sitting in lotus position and, you know, closing your eyes and, you know, trying to, you know, go to your breath and doing all of that. But I think that there are lots of, obviously that's the best way to meditate, but if you can just get into a, a, into yourself and into quiet and into peace and into calm, I I think that's a form of meditation for sure. So if you're sitting by, I think watching, um, you know, a lake or a river flowing by is definitely meditative. And, and I, I, I love that idea of just basically just having an environment around you that calms you down because I asked Baldo a long time ago, I was like, how do you meditate correctly? Mm-hmm. And he kind of looked at me and was like, well, there's not a way to do it, right? Like, and I was like, well, everyone, in my, in my opinion, I think like everyone's doing this zen-like thing where you're in Lotus yeah. mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you have this transcendent, like your body's leaving you for a little bit and then you're kind of floating around in this zen-like atmosphere and all that. And he's like, no. If you can focus on one thought mm-hmm. and you just focus on that thought, maybe it's like searing pain. If, if, even if you just focus on that, your body harnesses on that and it's a type of focus that we lack, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's why people function at a certain level because they're saying, I need to get 10 things done a day, mm-hmm. right? We were not designed to multitask, right? right? Regardless of what everyone says, we don't right. multitask. We have to get one thing done and then we move on to the next one, right? Mm-hmm. And but if you had 10 things throughout the day, you're saying, I don't have time to crash. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to be on my B game. I need to function and think quick, quick, quick for the entire time, right? Mm-hmm. But even then, it's it's not enough, right? Yeah. It's, it's not enough because you're saying there's something else that's always going to come up. And then how do you deal with this? And so, you know, seeing how you worked and maneuvered through paleo, I mean, it was a well-oiled machine, regardless of what you might think or whatnot, because everything ran smoothly. Yeah, we could see there was a few things here and there, but that's, that's always the case, right? Yeah. But when people come there, they... They try to say, well, if you're going to deal with the situation, this is how I function. You know, I go and do this. And not at one point did I hear anyone ever talk about, like, drinking was an answer, you know. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, I mean, it wasn't. It was. Yeah. I know you all had parties afterwards. Only yeah. There was even paleo wine. But, I mean, it was funny because the food and wine festival was going on across the street. Yeah. And I know some people kind of went back and forth. But it was rare to find anyone who came got an IV because they were hungover. It right. was more they were just like, I got to talk. Yeah. I have a presentation. I need to be on my A game. Or someone got in a car accident and <laughs> or got hit on their bike yeah. and got a concussion. He's like, I got to go speak. I need to be thinking clearly. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's essentially why we do all these things. And meditation, I think, is, is very much a part of what everyone's daily routine should be. And it's not necessarily sitting there crossing your legs. It might yeah. be like just turn the sound off. Well, for me, you know. I've been on a kick of like, like listening to every single thought like just to see like how much is going on there and that's helped me meditate well it's just been on like that's been my like the past week and a half Mm -hmm. that's been my meditation where like I want to like recognize every single thought that I'm having and just because it's like yeah just because I want to accept it and and, and then just be with that and then after that like at some point it it all just shuts off and I get into a meditative state but 
to get in there, sometimes it changes. Sometimes it's like it's a candle, right? Sometimes yeah. it's like it's just it's all it's just sit there with yourself, right? And, yeah. And and recognize your consciousness. Do yeah. you still do you journal? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you actually like write down on a piece no, of paper? I, I don't write. I I type. You type. Yeah, I have a journal app, and so I just type. Yeah, cool. I mean that's but it's something simple, right? But think about journals and diaries. We don't yeah. really do that anymore, right? I mean, we reflect. Hopefully, people reflect and they write things down. But I'm sure you have notes that you do all the time. A little I journal. I journal every you day. You do. Yeah. That's so. That's part of your routine too. Is that mm -hmm. something you do when you're kind of winding down? Yeah, I will do journaling. I usually will do journaling mostly in the morning. Okay. When I first get up, that's okay. generally when I do it. But yeah, I'll write down if I if something's coming out up through the day that I'm like, oh, that's something I need to know. If I don't have my journal with me, I actually have a Slack channel in my Slack yeah. that I drop it into, and then I will put it into my journal yeah. later. Well, some of my journal entries would be like, I don't feel like journaling today, but just, <laughs> just, just the process of actually doing it every single day, I don't, I don't skip it. I, yeah. But and and sometimes it'll be my sentence, so like I don't feel like journaling today, but yeah. I still did it. You know, so. Wow. I have nothing to say today. I, but you still did it, though, right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. went ahead, and it's part of the routine to so say you can check it off the list, right? I, mean, I never he, thought to do that. I probably <laughs> should. I mean, like, because sometimes I'll sit there and go, huh, I don't really know what I want to what I want to journal about. And then a lot of times I'll just kind of, like, ah, go down a yeah. rabbit hole from there. But, And I think that's how a lot of us work, too, is that we... It's that whole reason... One of the reasons why we need to meditate is because we are so... We've got all of these distractions, and we have this inability to focus on what we need to focus on, and that's one of the reasons why I do meditation is because it does help me focus on the stuff that I need to focus on, yeah. because when I don't meditate, I tend to not be able to get into a zone and, and just really yeah, knock something out. there's so much out. noise all over the place. Like, Always. someone told me that you're very disciplined, and, like, one of my favorite quotes that I put on... On, Insta on my feed the other day, it was just like dis discipline is just basically remembering what you want. Yeah. Right? And, and, and then that's it, because then you do those things to make those things happen, right? Yeah. And so. And you. You have discipline, like, very easily applied in, like, the bodybuilding world, right? Mm -hmm. Like, people who like to work out. We talked about that earlier. It's like, I bet Keith is the type of guy that if he doesn't work out, it throws him off up here, yes. right? And there's a lot of people like that. And it's not necessarily a mental thing like he's getting smaller because there's no way in the world Keith would be able to get his muscles small. He'd have to take like five years off. But like it's more like it throws him off on his cycle, <laughs> right? His function. This is part of my routine. I eat, right? I sleep well. I work out. I meditate. I journal. I take care of myself, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's the yeah. biggest thing. Most people do everything they can to take care of everyone else. And you're saying, no, this is how I take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and ultimately, that's how you take care of everybody else. Because if you don't take care of yourself, it's kind of like that whole thing of, you know, when the oxygen mass drops down, they don't tell you to put it on somebody else first. They tell you to put it on yourself yeah. because at some point you're not going to be able to help somebody else. And that's the thing is that we all do that. We all have this tendency to constantly take care of the people around us instead of taking care of what we need to do so that we can yeah. take, do, take care of other people. It, I, I laugh because I thought about this this joke um the movie titanic at the very end when jack like lets her be on the, the door or whatever yeah. and i was like man there's plenty of room on that she could have gone up on there you know, know. <laughs> and it was like that girl was so selfish man she could have <laughs> saved her everything and i'm thinking like no he took care of her and it basically was his downfall yeah. you know i mean how many people do you know that they take care of a loved one in their elderly years and all of a sudden they pass away and then they're like i have nothing else to live for yeah 
And I'm, I mean, it, I understand where they're coming from. They, they, they lose a loved one, all that stuff too. But there's other people that rely on the other person too to say, you inspire me when I see you take care of that person. I want to I help other people get better too. And you're saying, well, shit, I haven't taken care of myself. Yeah. You know, what am I doing? I need to eat right. You know, I need to, you know, sleep. Simply just walking the dog. You know, it could be like I'm taking care of myself too because, you know, I'm outside getting some vitamin D and getting some air and all that. So. Right. Agreed. But I, 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 I think Biohacker is basically taking care of yourself so you can function and at the same time be able to, to help other people, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what all of Palo was. You created a whole community to help other people enjoy life, yeah. right? Get the most out of it. And I, I think that's the coolest thing. And so people that come back again next year... They'll probably have new products, right? I mean, who knows, right? CBD will probably be the next big thing. Uh, what else was, uh, did I see a trend in? Um, the fats will probably be, like, even more emphasized. I mean, ghee butter was there. Yeah. Like, I, I got to try that for a little bit, too. Uh, the infrared. EMFs. Stuff. EMFs, that's yeah. probably going to be the next big thing as well, right? Because we're surrounded by it all the time. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. You know what's funny? I know you, you probably thought about this, too. I don't know if you want to speak on it. I saw one of the bigger health and wellness companies start promoting alcohol. Mm-hmm. And um, they promoted saying, well, we're going to do it, our own alcohol blend because, you know, if people are going to drink, we're going to do it better. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I was like, I don't see how that's incorporated into like a normal like lifestyle. I've never mm-hmm. thought that alcohol would be like something that's beneficial, but they'll find a way to ha- hack that, right? Like mm-hmm. activated charcoal before, <laughs> afterwards, right? I'm just like, God bless. But it's just like, just like with anyone else, it's like, how extreme do you want to go, right? Yeah. I saw, uh, once again, Greenfield's like wind down when he was doing, he had like the Muse on, he had the blue blockers, he had like these electromagnetic waves for his like his brain i do have a muse also you have it as well yeah, yeah so that's the thing should we get a muse do you i mean is it it's a meditation thing right mm-hmm. and i mean it's, you've had it for how many years uh i've had it now for a couple of years um it's actually how i started meditation um i use it i don't use it every day like i used to i used to use it every single day because i found some of these other apps and stuff that make it easier because you have to put that thing on in order to get it and then it's on your app so a lot of time i will do that in the evening yep um whenever i'm doing my meditation or in the morning if i do a morning meditation um that's um but yeah, I love the Muse. It's awesome. We were so excited for them to finally come to Pill Effects. We've been trying to get them to Pill Effects for four years, and they kept going, "You're a diet conference," and we're like, "No, we're not." Oh yeah, <laughs> and yeah. no, we're not. Yeah. Trust me, you need to come. This is your group, and yes. they were. I think they were really happy about coming. Really? So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. it was a. It's a great group. This is a thing. This is a, a. You know, like I said, our demographic of people are people who are highly educated. They know what they want. They generally have the means to be able to pay for the things that they want that are at a higher quality, that type of thing. But the the big thing is, is that they are all about what is going to be great for my health and what should I do and when should I do that and all of that. And that's the whole reason why Pillow Effects exists is, you know, your, your type of meditation is different than mine. Keith's meditation is working out. That's how yeah. he meditates. And so, um, and I believe that is a form of meditation. And so the thing is, is that for him, I was laughing when you said, oh, it would take him five years. He'd have to take off five years before he started. Let me just tell you, that'll never happen. Oh, of course not. <laughs> he would have to actually be completely an invalid for him to do that. And I, if, if he was an invalid, I think Keith would take his life. <laughs> He'd find a new way to hack. <laughs> he would be like, no, I'm done. I'm not, I don't need to be here anymore. But that's, the thing is, is that, you know, he really... He is doesn't feel good. He doesn't feel himself, and he doesn't feel sane and and 
grounded if he doesn't work out. That's just part of his routine and it's part of um, his stress, stress relief is, is that. And so um, if he couldn't work out, then, no, Keith would be unbearable. Uh, I, I, I can totally see that right there. I told my <laughs> wife that the other day too. I said, I work out because this is how I function. Yeah. Right? You know, like it's just part of my routine. So if I say I need to go to the gym, it's not because, you know, I want the six pack and I want the vanity muscles. It's more like that might be like my only hour of the day to myself. Yeah. Right. To get my thoughts. And I think that's why I love running town lake because I have the body of water there and I can like go and just look at it and just be appreciative of everything I have. And I think that's possible. Also of the biohackers, they're appreciative that they have the opportunity to do this, right? That right. they're connecting with people who are like-minded and they're going to continuously talk about what food they're eating and why she should only be cooking with avocado oil and you know, all that stuff. And I, I, like I said, it's not, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. And I, I think that's the biggest thing I took away from it. And I think that's what everyone goes there for is to say, this is our Woodstock. This is the way for us to function. I'm going to take something away and then I'm going to go show other people, you know, what I learned. And so I've been very grateful that, you know, we got to meet Allison and introduce you to you. Uh, and then obviously the idea that we're part of the biohacker community. I mean, hell, we learned about NAD, for example, right? So, yeah. all right. So just before we wrap up here, we'll just talk about this. So, can I tell him you got a yeah, shot? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. So she got it. She got an NAD shot, and uh, she got. But basically, it's like toted as the anti-aging vitamin, right? That was the other big talk around there. It's like, do you have NAD? Do you have NAD? It's like, yes, we're gonna eventually have it, but we're still working on it. Um, I don't know if you feel anything yet or not, but essentially, NAD is going to be an anti-aging uh, repertoire, part of the part of your utility belt, right? I saw all the vitamins you're taking. Um, we gave you NAD in a shot with some of the other things you needed, you know, some liver stuff, some adrenal, all that stuff. Do you think that NAD is going to be possibly something you're going to look into and maybe continue as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm going to, I'll, I'll mark it down and then the next few days I'll see how I feel and what have you. And yeah, I absolutely would come in and do it again. If it's definitely, if it's making a difference in how I feel and you know, how I um, just everything function, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, Keith and I are huge biohackers. Um, I, it's funny because a few years ago, I wouldn't have, I would not have, um, deemed myself that, but at, when you go into an, uh, a health situation where you can't figure out what's happening and what's going wrong and what's right and all of those things, and you start documenting and you start tweaking, you're a biohacker. So anybody that comes in here is a biohacker, oh, yeah. whether they know it or not, yeah, they're yeah, a biohacker. Yeah. But the thing is, is that when I started documenting every day, um, and, you know, lots of people, there's all of these things about you shouldn't weigh yourself every day and all of these things. But I honestly, if you're going to really figure out what your bugaboo is and what your problem is, is documenting that stuff and seeing, okay, when I do this, I see the scale do that. And the thing is, is that I'm one of those people that I, you know, since I became paleo, I fluctuated in weight up and down four pounds for 15 years. And then all of a sudden I put on 28 pounds, something's wrong. Sure. And because nothing else changed. So when you start trying to figure out how do I get this, how do I get this weight off? What's happening to me? My hormones checking. I, I mean, my blood work is cost of fortune. I'm so thankful for our insurance. <laughs> yeah. But, um. But the thing is, is that when you start documenting all of this stuff and you start trying to correlate things to what you're doing, which is essentially your own N equals one study, like you're trying really, you know, this is how they create studies is that they will um, 
give a control group something specific, and then they'll, you know, watch and see over a, you know, time, and they will document these are the things that are being affected by this. And, um, you know, that's how that happens. Well, if you're doing that with yourself, you can figure out. I've been able to figure out a lot of really great things for me. Um, so I'm APOE4 as okay. well. So um, APOE4, for those of you that are not aware of it, is the gene SNP that uh, is for Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. My grandmother died of Alzheimer's complications. And so it's something that I'm very concerned about, something that I'm very... Um, mindful of and I actually do a, a lot of research around it and I'm really trying to figure out what does this mean for me so um, I was put on a keto protocol about a year ago and I was able to lose all the weight that I um, that I needed to lose the 28 pounds but what I figured out after going APOE4 is that I actually keto is not the right thing for me a modified keto diet a Mediterranean style where I'm not um, I'm not Focusing on saturated fats, I'm focusing on monounsaturated fats, is much better for me for my brain health and everything. So for people that are APOE4, yeah, normally um, coconut oil, MCT oil, all of these great things would be wonderful for you. And butter, ghee, all of that would be great for your brain health and be very brain protective, but not for people that are APOE4. Gotcha. And so um, things that, you know, you figure out in being in this realm is understanding and learning some of these things and and then also understanding I think it's super important for everybody to get their genes done I think it's great for you to know and this is the thing they're not this doesn't mean you're bound and determined that you're gonna actually I I with any luck and with me working on it and making sure that I do all the right things your genes are only there to guide you they're not there they they aren't gonna don't get afraid of them and think this is the thing like um, um, Angelina Jolie had the BRCA gene. So she went and she had a full um, double mastectomy and a full hysterectomy. I think that's really extreme and that's really ridiculous because just because she had the gene did not mean that it would express itself. And if she made all of the necessary lifestyle changes to be able to make sh ensure that she would never express that gene... She could have done that and not lost her ovaries and her breasts. And that's, in my opinion, super extreme. Getting crazy about it is not the right way to do it. It's just knowing, what do I do to make sure that this gene does not ever express itself and never comes out? But, you know, you got to know what they are for yeah. you to be able to figure that out. Yeah, I, I agree. That's why we do blood work here. Everything's genetic. Um, you say the Alzheimer's stuff, the NAD that we have now here at MSW, like... That plus the choline that was in there, mm -hmm. that's going straight to the brain to fuel you. The fat's going there to fuel you. I, my family has diabetes, so I'm at risk for Alzheimer's. So I'm doing everything I can to prevent diabetes and Alzheimer's. And I want to live to 150. I don't care what anyone says. They, I don't want to live that long. I want to live that long, yeah. but I want to live a good quality of life, right? right? So everything I'm doing now preventatively to get to there where I want to be to keep all that stuff away. And time will tell, right? Everything we're doing is saying, hopefully we can lower the inflammation. Maybe one day we can even fix the mutation of the genes. Right. Who knows, right? Maybe one day they'll figure out, say, hey, Michelle, do you want to fix that gene? You turn it off and you're like, hell yeah, I do. Yep. Let's do that. <laughs> that way we can do that for your for your other one, your families, like your friends yep. and everyone else. Say, I found something. This might be able to help you in the long run. So I, like I said, I think everything that Palo's ever done has been opening doors for people to take control of their own health. And I think in the long run, that's the best thing you can. If you take care of your own health, 
No one is going to care what you eat. No one cares about what you put in your body beside yourself. And that's why we have this place here. Because people who walk in the door, they care about themselves just as much as what you find on your plate. Mm -hmm. So... Michelle, yeah. I can't thank you enough for enlightening us again. Hopefully, I can actually start my own meditation on a daily basis. Baldy will probably hold me to it. So, uh, <laughs> But other than that, if y'all get a chance, please come to PaleoFX next year. You'll see uh, MSW there most likely again. Uh, go up to Michelle and just ask her questions. Uh, find her on Twitter. Uh, the handle is... Zero Gravity Soul. Yep. And then you can also find them on Instagram as well. And come see us here in Westlake at MSW Lounge. And other than that, keep getting your vitamins. That's right. <laughs>